And it is time for our Africa Report, of course, with JJ Cornish. Bonjour, Jean-Jacques. Bonjour, nice to have you back. Thank you, sir. Nice to be talking to you. How do you say Happy New Year in French? Bonne année. Bonne année. Okay, it sounds something like that in any case. <laughs> now, now let's, let's talk about Paul Kagame. Eh? Cruel words, but no mere culpa. You know, when we have regimes like this, we've had in our history people, you remember a guy like, uh, who was it, Jimmy Kruger, who said, did yeah. lot make goats, you know, and stuff like that. You, mm. you never forget it. Here, here's Paul Kagame. If you choose to be a dog, you'll die like a dog. And the cleaners will remove the trash and dump it where it's supposed to be so that it doesn't stink for others. Ignore the reports from another country, he says, mentioning South Africa or not naming it, you know, about him being strangled. And then also saying, you know, I mean, he, he, these ministers were saying there's no sympathy. So it's very, very, very tough stuff. But he stopped short of saying we ordered the man's killing because when this happened last time with uh, and Nyatsumba, uh, we it, it really did uh, trouble relations, bilateral relations between Rwanda and South Africa. I don't know if these South Africans will respond to this, uh, respond to this insensitivity by Kagame, but it really is. I mean, it, it's quite a show, isn't it? Does President Jacob Zuma have a particularly close relationship with Paul Kagame? Do we know? No, we don't have a close relationship at all because of uh, this. Uh, them, first of all, uh, the dissident seeking asylum and getting it here hasn't helped. But most importantly, the uh, killing or, or the attempted killing of Forster Nyatumba was uh, really more than South Africa could take. You can't come and have uh, assassination attempts on people who have exile here. Well, it's an attack on a country's sovereignty. I mean, if, if uh, at, at very least. Anyway, talk about the U.S. U.S. to press for the release of the South Sudanese rebels to attend peace talks. Special Envoy Donald Booth saw Riek Machar, the rebel leader, pressing uh, him to go to the peace talks. And he's saying, well, we can't go to the peace talks. We don't have our leaders with us. And so the U.S. is going to say, come on, let the leaders out so they can go to these peace talks. Since they've started, the fighting has intensified. The government forces have taken the oil town and they're going on the city of the town of Bor. Uh, the poor South Sudanese are running away from them, obviously. Uh, Riek Machar interestingly denies damaging oil installations. This is obviously what has got to yeah. China, who normally keep quiet on issues like this. It got them directly involved in mediation. Now, Libya it makes me very happy to live in South Africa, even without crime rate. The Lib- Libyan deputy minister gunned down when he goes home. Well, you know, and that is to Sirte, which is 450 kilometers along the coastline from Tripoli, mm. and it was the home of uh, Muammar Gaddafi. He lived in a tent outside Sirte. I went to interview him there. Uh, but now the Deputy Industries Minister, Hassan al goes home and uh, he's gunned down by passing a gunman in a passing car. Uh, he took several shots. This is the first uh, such incident uh, of, of late. But it just indicates yet again that the order there and the militia are, are have an upper hand and that they cannot be contained. And we do have this country absolutely awash with weapons following the fall of Gaddafi. He was the man who, who got them all in, who passed them to rebel movements all over Africa. Now that stock of weapons uh, is coming back to haunt them. Um, I heard Katie Katapodis, the group editor-in-chief for EWN, saying that when she met Mama Gaddafi, as it was for an interview, he got her to sit on his lap or something. Um, he didn't do the same with you, did he? 
He didn't. But you know, uh, Kina used to speak so quietly. You had to lean in to listen to him. It was quite theatrical. All I know, and I got so close to him that I did notice one detail about him was that he wore his sunglasses on the inside of his eyes. <laughs> JJ Cornish with your Africa report. Always great chatting, JJ.